Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, welcome to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. I'm coming to you live from the Roundup in Dallas. The exclusive gay bar. No, I'm you guys, I'm kidding. I'm not I'm not at the Roundup, but we do need to talk about the Roundup. And if you have any inside information about the Roundup, please tweet me at Danny Pellegrino because I'm very curious about this place. Now the Roundup is a gay establishment that was mentioned on this past week of Real Housewives of Dallas. Uh, when Leanne Locken, Queen Leanne Locken, was hopped up on pain meds before her surgery, she was in a room alone with Brandy Redman, and she was miked. It was a brilliant moment. It reminded me of The Jinx on HBO. If you guys haven't watched that, please do. Uh, this week's Real Housewives of Dallas was like the gay jinx, where Leanne Locken was alleging that Carrie Duber's husband got his, and I quote, dick sucked at the Roundup, and she knew the boys who did it. So if any of you know any of the boys that did it, please tweet me, um, because I'd really like to get them on the podcast. If you are one of the boys that did it, please let me know, and I'll book you in a second. I'm not above having you on here to talk for a full hour about sucking Carrie Duber's husband's dick. So, I don't know, I just I wanted to throw that out there and see if any of you guys had any connections. Uh, now, before we get into more housewives, I just want to thank you guys for all the kind words. I know I keep thanking everyone, but you've written nice reviews on iTunes, and if you haven't, please do because it's super helpful for getting this podcast out there. Um, and if you have, thank you so much. And for everyone that's tweeted me or sent me messages on Instagram, thank you. You guys are the best. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on the Real Housewives of Orange County because it's been pretty awful again this week. Uh, the one bright spot was when they forgot to invite Lydia McLaughlin to their group dinner. I really enjoyed that moment because it was fun to not have Lydia in a scene. Um, I really enjoy when she's not in the scenes. So that scene where the rest of the girls were out at dinner was pretty great. There was more talk about getting rid of Doug's balls. I'm not sure Lydia knows how modern science works. She thinks Doug's balls are getting completely chopped off. And it's... It's not a mole that's being removed. So Lydia, if you're listening, that's not how balls work. And once again, I'd like to call on you to show us Doug's balls. Let's see what else happened. Nothing else really happened. I Oh, I'm loving, I'm loving Kelly and Shannon being friends. I want them to stay friends. Uh, my fingers are crossed that they continue being friends. I think they make a great dynamic duo. I'm in it. Now they showed some previews for their Iceland trip. And it looks exciting. It looks like they might have a little something. But, you know, overall, I'm pretty bored with the season. I'm so sick of Peggy. Like I said in the last podcast, I don't know what she's doing. And I don't understand why she's pretending not to know the English language. Kelly Dodd was spot on when she said, didn't you go to UCLA? Like, if you went to UCLA, you should know what some of these common phrases are in the United States, right? Like, it's no excuse. And I get it. I mean, English is apparently her second language. But come on. She's doing that thing where she's trying to act tough sometimes. and it. It's just annoying. I'm so sick of Peggy. Ugh, get her out of here. Vicky was sick this week. I hope she's feeling better. 
And you know what? That's all I gotta say about Orange County. It's not really giving us anything right now. I'm ready for them to get to Iceland. You know, I feel like they might have to dress Lydia up in bad drag again to spice things up because, I don't know, there's not much going on. And I'm bored. But, luckily, we have those Dallas girls to keep us happy because they've been delivering. And this week, we got the best episode of the season with that jinxy moment. That Leanne jinx moment. It was fantastic TV. I loved it. I want more of it. I'm so glad they're in Mexico. I think this Mexico trip is going to be great. I'm not sure that it's going to be like Real Housewives of New York, Mexico level greatness. I mean, you guys, that trip, that New York, Mexico trip was just the best. Leanne falling in the bush really filled my heart up with so much joy that I could die now. A happy man. And I don't know. I think maybe Mexico is the secret. Maybe we need to get all the girls and all these franchises out to Mexico because New York delivered in Mexico. It looks like Dallas is about to deliver in Mexico. When Orange County used to go to Mexico, they would deliver. Remember when Vicky go to Andales? I mean, let's put them in Andales. Maybe that's the seat. Maybe that's the solution to this Orange County mess. Maybe they all need to head on over to Andales, whoop it up in Andales. Oh my God. Could you imagine a crossover? That's what they need. A Dallas Orange County crossover in Andales. Like Leanne Locken accidentally bumps into Vicky Gumbelson in Andales. I'm here for it. I think the viewers, I think the viewers, we'd all be here for it. We'd all like to see Brandy and Leanne and Shannon and Kelly Dodd whooping it up in Andales. Let's see, what else happened in Dallas? They went to the gun range. That was fun. You guys, I am liking Dandra. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, Dandra. Is it like Dandra, Dandra? I don't know, but I'm liking it. I'm liking her. At first, I thought she was a little bit of a pushover, but as the season's gone on, I'm realizing, no, she's like a, a tough woman and very blunt with Leanne, which is wonderful because the only other person being that blunt with Leanne is her therapist, and she's not listening to the therapist, as we all know. So it's nice to see that dynamic with Deandra. Deandra? Dan? I don't know if I'm saying it right, you guys. Deandra. Deandra. Isn't it like D apostrophe Andra? So I, maybe I'm saying it right. I'm not sure. De, de and I feel like it needs to be more of a emphasis on the de, like de Andra. What if I started going by de Annie? <laughs> Everyone call me de Annie. I want it to be D apostrophe A N and Y. Yeah. Um. One time somebody wrote on my coffee de Danae. <laughs> they spelled my name Danae. D apostrophe N A E Danae. Which, you know, I loved it. That was my drag queen spelling. So if I ever decide to do drag, that's what I'll call myself. Oh my god, I've never done drag, but I would love... I shouldn't say I've never done drag. I did do drag one time. It was Halloween two years ago, and I dressed up as zombie Diane Keaton from Something's Gotta Give. And if you've seen my costume, you know it's kind of hardly drag. It's I was wearing an off-white outfit and uh, one of those fisherman hats. And I look like Diane Keaton on the beach and something's got to give, but I was sort of the zombie version of her. And I don't mean to brag, but that costume was featured in BuzzFeed. So I don't know. That was the only time I've ever done drag, but I'd love to do like a full on, you know, a full on drag, but I'd want to do it right. You know, like I'd want someone to do it for me. So because, you know, I don't think I could do it myself, but I'd like to do full hair and makeup with somebody to do it. And I would love to perform like a Mariah Carey song and a gay bar in Columbus, Ohio or something, you know, that'd be great. It's my dream. It's my goal. I think it'll happen, right? Anyway, if I ever do drag, my name will be De Annie. <laughs> De-, De Annie. 
So anyway, what was I even saying? Oh, I was talking about Deandra. So I like Deandra, and seeing her at the gun range with Carrie was really fun. I haven't seen those two out together alone, and I know they were friends before Deandra joined the show. So it was nice to see them shooting stuff together. Although, I'll tell you what, Carrie's husband, who I know I'm skipping around a bit, Carrie's husband's the one who was getting his dick sucked at the roundhouse, he was on my last nerve this week, okay? He was not very nice to Carrie. I don't like how he's trying to tell her what to do work-wise. He just kind of seems like an asshole, right? Like, I'm not alone in that. He's an asshole. So, you know what? That's my first question to the boys that I interview who sucked his dick at the roundup. I want to know, why'd you do it? Because he's not very nice. And if I could teach you all one lesson, it's don't suck anyone's dick at the roundup unless they're a nice guy, okay? Make them earn it. Okay, because I don't think Carrie's, Carrie Duber's husband earned it. I could be wrong. I mean, I could be wrong. So if I'm, if I'm wrong, I apologize. If you're one of those boys, you know, allegedly, I'm sorry. Okay, what else? I'm a little confused with Brandy Redmond's eyebrows, but, you know, I love her. I think she's great. I'm just a little confused by them. I'm not sure how they work. Um, they seem sort of independent from the rest of her face, like little caterpillars on her eyes. But, you know, she's stunningly beautiful. I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean I'm confused by them. It's, some, it's a beauty I don't understand. So again, if you aren't watching Dallas, please hop on board. So many, so many of you guys have reached out and told me that you started watching it and now you love it. I'm listening to all you guys. Everyone's been telling me to watch Auckland, Real Housewives of Auckland, which is not canon. But I'm going to get on board. I'm going to start watching. I'm going to binge it. Because I like an international housewife. I love Melbourne. I've never talked about this on here, but I love me some Melbourne housewives. Gina from Melbourne is amazing. And that psychic woman. I mean, they're great. I can't wait for them to come back. And Chica, I'm going to miss. She's not dead, but she's off the housewives, so she might as well be dead. No, I love love Chica. 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 I love me some Chica. Anyway, so I'm going to hop on board with that. Otherwise, we're getting ready for New Jersey. I'm excited for New Jersey to come back. I can't wait to see Danielle Staub back on my TV screen. And I hope you guys aren't sick of hearing me talk about these housewives. And if you are, I'm going to change things up for a minute. And I'm going to talk about a show on Bravo that has the greatest theme song uh, of all time. And it should be a charted single on the Billboard charts, Hot 100. And it's a show called The Shaws of Sunset. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer. 
You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C, com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash iconic all right i'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and i'm watching one of my shows i'm always hopping on the redfin app or website because i just want to check out real estate listings like i love checking out real estate listing even for the houses that i cannot afford it's my favorite app to use redfin uh, i just got a home of course but it was pretty stressful process and if i would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Now, I don't know how many of you guys watch the Shaws of Sunset, but I love them. Every single season, I start off thinking, I'm not going to watch them again, right? Like, I'll put on the first episode, and I'm like, I'm not really into it. I don't think they have much. Uh, And then I think, maybe I'm tired of this, because... You know, they have the same cast. They they bring in a couple new players every season, and but essentially it's the same core group. And I always think it's going to be tired. I think how much more can they get from this small group of, of Persian people here in L.A.? And the fact is, they get a lot every single season. And this season has not disappointed us. I mean, this last week I was watching the episode, and it was on for like a solid two hours. It was like a two-hour episode. I'm not... Don't quote me on that, but I think it was like two hours. I still want more. I could watch those people forever. I mean, watching MJ smear the makeup from her leg onto her beige furniture is a gift from the television gods. And what is what is that whole full body makeup? I'm not really sure I'm familiar with that or why, but it's beautiful. I mean, I I don't know that I'd want her in my house because it seems like if she sits anywhere, she gets some makeup on things. And I mean, she wears a lot of makeup and that's not a dig. That's just a fact. Whenever they show MJ's apartment or they show her on vacation, they do all those close-ups and you just see like luggage bags full of 
rouge and eyeliner. And it's like, where's all this going? Like, what does she look like without it? Like, I'm not sure that I want to see MJ without all of that because it seems to be a big part of who she is. And again, that's not a knock. I think she's a beautiful woman. But I'm also scared to know what she would look like without any makeup because it seems like there's a lot of it on her. Just by the visual cues that Bravo gives us when they pan across her luggages of makeup, it seems like a lot of rouge. And MJ is a little bit of a little bit of a mess. I mean, this season, she's convinced she's going to get pregnant and she's upwards of 40, maybe a little older. I think on the show they say she's 40, but I'm not sure I believe that. It's like when I tell my family that I watch sports, I don't really watch sports. You know, I could pretend for about 35 seconds and then, you know, it's going to be clear that I don't know how to play football. But MJ claims to be 40 and she claims that she's getting pregnant this season, but every scene we see her in, she's wasted. This last week, she was drinking so much tequila as she was painting her apartment. And then she got in a fight with her boyfriend, Tommy, who I really think her boyfriend, Tommy's good for her. He doesn't seem like an opportunist. He seems like a good guy for her. For her. So I like them together, but it's troubling when she gets so drunk and then starts yelling at him and then starts telling everyone how she's going to get pregnant. It's very uncomfortable to watch. And look, I get it. She must be going through some things. Her dad is having some trouble and... You know what? That's got to be a lot on her. And Asa, you guys, I love Asa, but I fear that this is her last season. I think she's separated herself so much from this group that it's going to be hard to come back from it. And I'm going to miss my my Persian priestess. But you know, that's a big Asa-sized hole to fill. And I'm not sure they can do it. They've tried to bring other people on in the past. And this is a tough group to get into. Okay? This season, they brought in that Destiny girl who is stunning. And she was on the People's Couch. Do you guys remember that Bravo show, People's Couch? Destiny was on it. And they tried to bring her in this season, and she's kind of there, kind of not. She's getting testimonials, but she's not in the opening credits. Mike is peddling those shoes. You know, he's going around trying to sell those sneakers. Good for him. Shoes. Oh my god, shoes. 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 Reza and Adam are trying to have a baby, which is very fun. Gosh, I shouldn't say fun. It's very compelling to watch. As a gay man myself who wants kids, it's nice to see a gay couple on TV struggling with how to have a child. We don't see that very often, unscripted or reality. And so I really love seeing Reza and his husband Adam going through the process of debating whether or not they should have a surrogate or if they should adopt. I find it crazy compelling, and I just would love to applaud them for doing this storyline because we're we're not seeing it anywhere. I can't think of a scripted show that's doing this. And I'm a gay man. I want to see my experiences or my future experiences or my community's experiences represented on TV. It's, It's nice to see that. So you guys, please watch Shaws of Sunset so we can talk more about it. I love it. And if you haven't ever watched it, go back and binge all the seasons. They're fun. Okay, I have a couple other things I want to recommend before I let you guys go. The first is a book called I'll Have What She's Having, and it's by Erin Carlson. If you're a fan of rom-coms the way that I am, you will love this book. It's about the making of When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, and You've Got Mail. Okay, those are three of my all-time favorite movies. You've Got Mail is my number one favorite movie out of anything. And so this book is all about those three movies, and there's great behind-the-scenes stuff, and 
anecdotes and interviews with everyone that made those movies, and it's it's sort of centered on Nora Ephron, who she wrote When Harry Met Sally, and she wrote and directed Sleepless and You've Got Mail. And there's a lot of Meg Ryan stuff, and you guys, I love Meg Ryan. And I blame everyone for the fact that she's not in movies anymore. America was horrible to her. Everyone was picking apart the way she looked, and she was just trying to look her best for us. She was doing anything she did to her face, whether it was Botox or fillers or plastic surgery, whatever she did, she was doing it because the American people were demanding it out of her because she was America's sweetheart girl next door. And she was trying to do it for us and to, to look the way that we had expected her to look. I could only imagine the psychological damage that caused to her, but I think that we have done a disservice to Meg Ryan, and I will not stand for it any longer. So please do not write me and say that Meg Ryan fucked up her face because she tried. Okay, everyone's had a couple beauty mistakes they regret, whether they be some misplaced filler or some leg makeup that's getting on your beige furniture. We've all done it. So I, this is a call to arms to defend both Meg Ryan and MJ from Shaws of Sunset, two of Americans, America's icons, two of my personal heroes. And I say we let them age the way that they want to, and we don't criticize them, and we don't push them out of their industries because of it. And Meg Ryan got a lot of shit for, for sleeping with Russell Crowe when she was doing that proof of life. And you know what? Who, who among us wouldn't have slept with Russell Crowe during the filming of Proof of Life? He was very hot then. She might have been married to Dennis Quaid, but as we've learned since, he was out scamping, scamping around on other chicks during their marriage. Okay, their marriage wasn't perfect. So, yes, she might have slept with Russell Crowe while her and Dennis were technically married. But, as we all learn with age, there's more sides to this story. Anyway, this book is called I'll Have What She's Having, and I loved it. I read it in a weekend, and it's so fun and, and wonderful. So if you like all those rom-coms, like the Nancy Myers and all that, I think you'll love this book. It's great. And the other recommendation I have is a TV show called The Bold Type. Now, I loved this show. The first season is over, but you can binge it all on Freeform's app, maybe? Or Free... Is, is there an app? I don't know, but it's on Hulu. The whole season's on Hulu. And it's about these three girls who work at a magazine that's similar to, like, a Cosmo or something like that. And it's in New, it's set in New York City. If you like those You've Got Males, if you like the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, or if you like Sex in the City, you'll love the bold type. It is so, so fucking good. And Melora Hardin plays their boss. So it's, it's centered around these three 20-something girls. And Melora Hardin is their boss. And you think you're going to get a boss like Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada, but you don't. You get a different boss than we've seen on TV. You don't get that dragon lady type. She is a tough boss, but she's supportive. The music is so good. It reminds me of early Grey's Anatomy. Remember when you would watch and you would hear a song and you'd immediately go download it? That's The bold type has fantastic music. It's dramatic and it's funny and... The three leads have wonderful chemistry. It'll make you cry. It is so good, and I'm dying for it to get picked up for a second season because I loved it so much. And I think it's only eight or ten episodes the first season, but it's so good. So watch it on Hulu so it gets good ratings and we get a season two. Okay, so that's all I got for this episode. I want to thank everyone for listening, and again, remind you, if you if you get a chance and you like this, please go rate it on iTunes or Google Play. Only if you like it. Don't do it if you don't like it. <laughs> Now, I also want to take a second to 
thank my friend Nick, Nick Parsons. He came over and helped me set up my microphones and fix my audio because on those first couple apps, obviously, if you guys listen, you know the audio was a little fucked up. And I also want to thank Matt Punk. He designed my podcast artwork, and he's such a fucking brilliant graphic designer. And if you get a chance, go follow him on Instagram. It's at Mr. Punk to you. And he's handsome and wonderful. So please go follow him and tell him you like his stuff. And if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Danny Pellegrino. And on Facebook, I'm at Pellegrino Danny. Yeah, thank you guys. Love you. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.